beyond the ceiling, right? Yeah. Yeah. Amen. And I'm going to give you a couple of nuggets to help you get there. Right. Amen. And and we got to get there. Thank Everyone the said, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. If you would, turn in your Bibles to Mark chapter 11. And Mark chapter 11, beginning with verse number 24, the Bible says, Therefore I say unto you, what things soever you desire, when you pray, everyone said pray. Pray. Everyone said believe. Believe. Amen. Those are the two keys right there. Pray and believe. Just Amen. don't pray, but believe in your prayers that you receive them and ye shall have them. Amen. I'm talking about dynamic prayer. Okay. Amen. I'm talking about Praise getting God. your prayers answered. I'm talking about talking to God and know that he has listened. Amen. 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 Someone said glory to God. Glory to God. Let's pray. Let's lift up your voice you, and call upon him right now. God, we need you. God, we need your anointing. We need you to speak to us. God, speak to our heart. Speak to our spirit, God. Help us, Father, to call upon you, God. Father, that you would hear our prayer, hear our cry, hear our plea, God. Lord, that your name would be uplifted, that you would be glorified in all that we do. Lord, in the name of Jesus, we give you praise tonight. We give you praise tonight. And everyone said, in Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. Hallelujah. I'm going to run. Because I got a lot to say and give you in just a short amount of time. So, so again, you're gonna have to catch it, and uh, and and if you get a hold of it, it will change your life. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. you know, the Holy Ghost doesn't flow through methods. The Holy Ghost flows through men. Right. Amen. And he he doesn't come on iPads and computers and and machinery like we use today, he comes on men. And he, he doesn't anoint plans, but but men, he anoints men uh, with the plan of God. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, we never ask God. We never make a plan and say, God, anoint this plan. No, we say, God, I want your plan because his plan is already anointed. His plan is, is already destined for success. Hallelujah. And then the Bible says, and, we, and you know the scripture in, in 2 Chronicles 7 and 14, if my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face, turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven. What's he saying? He says that we got to pray and we got to be righteous. Turn from your wicked ways. Then he's going to hear from heaven. He's going to forgive their sin and he will heal their land. Amen. Anybody need their land healed? Anybody need for God to forgive them their sin? Amen. Prayer becomes powerful when it is in harmony with the will of God. Amen. Righteousness has everything to do with your successful prayer life. All right. Can I say that again? Yeah. I said righteousness has everything to do with a successful prayer life. When you pray righteously, you pray with confidence that God is hearing you. When you pray righteously, amen, then you pray with confidence that whatever you pray, God is going to answer your prayer. Hallelujah. When you pray for 
something and you're waiting for the manifestation of the answer, yeah. amen, you must understand that once you pray, that's when the fight begins. Wow. Right. 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 Why? Amen, because you, you prayed it, he heard it, and the devil heard it. And the devil's going to try to do everything that he can to discourage you from getting your prayer. Because then your faith grows. Then your anointing grows. And then you begin to pray things more often. And you begin to believe God more and more. You say it, amen, and it happens, and your faith grows. You say it again, it happens, and your faith grows. So that's why the devil attacks every prayer that you pray because he doesn't want that answered prayer. And who does he use against it? He uses you yourself. You're the only one that can either get your prayer answered or praise God. Get it condemned. Hello. Remember the devil attacks our thoughts. He can't hurt you. The devil cannot physically hurt you unless he possesses somebody and possesses a body and causes that body to hurt you. Hello. But the, the, but the enemy can't physically hurt you in any way. Because greater is he that is within you than he that is of the world. Right? Amen. So we've got to understand, amen, that he attacks our thoughts and he tries to make us feel guilty try for past sins that God's already forgave us of. He tries and he tries to make you feel that it's impossible. Uh, stop praying. It's not going to happen. Uh, it's a bad idea. No way is God going to do that. It's over. No good. Too late. And all these thoughts, uh, these negative thoughts, the enemy tries to put in your mind and put in your heart to negate your prayer. And after you pray, you have to watch your words and your thoughts. Right. Are you hearing me today? You have to watch your words and your thoughts because if you think against your prayer, then it's not going to happen. Oh, tell it. Come on. That's good. Are you hearing me? Yeah. Just as easy. You know, how many of us believe that we are a prophetic people? Yeah. You need to believe that because this church, this church, I'm talking about spirit and truth, is a prophetic church. You have a prophetic, you have a prophetic pastor. And, and he, he, he probably won't claim this and he probably won't, uh, 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 he may even deny this, I don't know. But, but you have a prophet sitting right there. And I'm sure that he has given you some words of wisdom, words of knowledge, and, and has prophesied to you. And guess what? Every time that you obeyed and went with the, the, the word of the man of God, it blessed you. And it has exalted your life. And somebody said, amen. Somebody said, I love my pastor. Amen. But you got to be careful because just as easy as it is to, to speak prophetically, it, it, it's just as easy to speak negatively and then it negates your prayer. That's right. Because if we can speak prophetically and speak things into existence, well, then how powerful is when we speak negatively? Mm, yeah. That means when you do that, it negates your prayer and you got to go back to the, to the war room. All right. And where you first felt that, that, that great faith to pray whatever you pray. If you wanted a miracle, well then so sometimes, you know, we, we don't feel 
good enough or righteous enough or or clean enough or whatever, powerful enough to receive that miracle. But so, and, and a great service it could be a Sunday night service, it could be a prayer meeting like this, where you feel that urge, you feel that anointing, you feel that power, and you get up and say, "God, I want this." Yeah. Right. Yeah. Amen. And and you you feel that, and so. But if you go outside and the enemy tries to attack that prayer, he will. After you were in here saying, I believe it. Come on now. But you go outside and you and, and, and it's all negative and you say, Well, I guess this is not gonna happen. Well, you're gonna have to get back into the into the war room. Yes, sir. And get and build that faith again so that you can attack because because if you speak negative against your prayer, I hear what I'm talking about. Just like if you speak negative negative against your child, you're never gonna make it, you're never gonna do this, you're never gonna be that. And what do you end up with? A misfit. Hello? Am I talking to anybody here today? Amen. But, see, but if you say you can do it, speak positive. Yeah. Speak faith. I know you can. You're greater than what you can. Oh, hallelujah. Somebody said yes. Amen. We got to declare the impossible. And when God declares the impossible about us, let's not worry about how it's going to happen, when it's going to happen, okay. and, and, and all of those details. Just Believe. Believe. Just believe. Amen. If it's in his word, it's going to happen. He promised it and he don't lie. You hear me tonight? I said he promised it and he don't lie. So, so, so don't even worry about trying to figure it out because the devil don't want. You know what? The enemy don't want me to explain this to you with what I'm going to show you right now. Preach the word. Amen. Because he wants to hold you hostage. All right. In your thoughts, in your negativity, and, 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 and thinking that you'll never become or be or get or receive what God wants you to have. Amen. The devil is a liar. He's a liar. Tap somebody on this. I say the devil is a liar. He is a liar. And tell the other person, don't let the devil lie to you. No, amen. God has a purpose for you, son. Doesn't matter how young you are. I love it all these young people sitting up here. Amen. Because God has a purpose for them. Yeah. Amen. Adults, this is our future church right here. These are the youth leaders. These are going to be the place to be. They're going to be the prayer leaders. They're going to be the preacher. Come on, everybody believe that today. We are invested. What you're investing right now, in them right now, bringing them to church, uh, and teaching them how to pray, bringing them to meetings like this, uh, and it's going to be the revival that's going to happen right here in Orange, right here at Spirit Truth. This is not a city church, this is a regional church. Can I prophesy to you tonight? I said the devil don't want me to explain these things to you, but righteousness has everything to do with a successful, a successful prayer life. And I know I said that, but now I'm going to explain it. Amen. When you pray righteously, your and you pray with confidence that whatever you say, whatever you pray, God heard you. God heard you. Amen. 
Amen. First John 1 9 said, if, you, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins yeah. and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Amen. Right? right. It says if we confess, yeah. he's faithful and just. Yes, sir. Amen. And he will cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And that's where we want to go. We want to be able to confess our sins so that we can be clean and righteous because I want my prayers answered. I don't want to be in the same place I was last year. I want to see some growth in me. I want to be better than what I was. I want to be I, I want to be more than what I was last year. Somebody said amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Don't wait on your feelings. So, well, I, I, I don't feel forgiven. Don't wait on your feelings. No way. What does it feel to be for, what is it, how does it feel to be forgiven? Okay? And some of us, well, so we're thinking about it, right? Because it's not really some great feeling. Because it's something that we have to receive by faith. By faith. Right? Okay, quick example. All right? How many of you came up, came in from the world? Just raise your hand. All right? You came in from the world, right? And, and, and because of that, probably, you know, and I'm not saying everybody here, drinking, drugs, alcohol, I mean, you know, just, just on and on and on and on. Amen. All right? I don't have to name all those sins. Why don't you walk that way now? Why? I'll tell you why. Because you believe that you've been washed. You believe that you've been cleansed. You believe the scripture that said you are a new creature in Christ Jesus. Now I'm going to walk like a child of God. Why? Because I believe that he brought me out of the miry clay. Set me on a rock to stand. It's faith, honey. It's faith. Faith takes you there. But don't let your faith stop right there. And then let your faith take you to, 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 to some supernatural prayers. Amen. Hallelujah. And believe that God can do that miracle in your life or the life of somebody else that you're praying for. Come on. What does the scripture tell us? In, in, in Mark 16, these signs shall follow all those that believe. All it takes is a little faith. All it takes is a little faith. They shall lay their hands on the sick. And what happens to the sick? They recover. You better have a minister's license to do that. You better, do you gotta carry a minister's card to do that? Do you gotta sit on the platform to do that? What's it take? Who? Just takes a believer. How many believers are in the house? How many believers are in the house? You can lay hands on your children when they are sick. And guess what? They will recover. Hallelujah. I know when when I was when my wife and I were just just not, not in the church very long. Our, our children were, I don't know, like, they were very young. Paul was just a baby. Stephen was, was maybe about seven, eight years old. They both had a bad flu. I, they, they, I had to carry them in the house after church. 
because they couldn't walk. They were so weak because of the flu. We had no insurance. We, we were working for employers that paid us cash. Praise God, hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> Worked good at that time. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, and, and so uh, we didn't have any insurance. And so my wife looked at me and she goes, maybe we ought to take him to the hospital. I said, honey, let's just pray. God doesn't move, we'll, we'll take him. All right? Praise God. Just, just a layman in the church. Just didn't have any, I, I don't think I was a Sunday school teacher at that time. But I knew the word. Hallelujah. And the word said, lay your hands on the sick. So my wife and I, we laid him in bed, we laid our... I laid my hands on both my sons. Come on. And I prayed a simple prayer that didn't take any more than 15, 20 seconds. And as I had my hands on their hot little heads, I felt the temperature go from hot to cool as job. <laughs> that's what I knew. And that's when I found out that, that this scripture. Amen. Wasn't just for the chosen few. It was for the church. That is for you and you and you and you and everybody. From the youngest to the eldest. Oh, somebody said yes. If you want dynamic prayer, decide what you want. Find the scripture in the word of God. Amen. That coincides with your particular situation. Amen. Read it out to the Lord. Claim that scripture. God, I want that now because I'm sick or I need this miracle yes. because of whatever, whatever the situation is, Mick, you gotta have a scripture for it. Then expect the answer. Amen. If you read through the word of God, you will find that the disciples uh, were always quoting the Old Testament. Amen. And in the Old Testament, they're quoting Old Testament then too. Praise God. Amen. But but uh, I, I, I need you to understand that we have dominion. We are a church that God has given dominion to. Right? Genesis 1 and 28. And God blessed him. God said, be fruitful, multiply, and replenish the earth, subdue it, and have dominion. Everyone said dominion. Over the fish and the, and the sea and over the fowl of the air and over every living thing that, that that moved upon the earth. Praise God. We may have went through a, a couple of bad years for the world, but not for the church. Amen. I'm sure you were blessed. I'm sure God took care of you. Because God took, took care of the takes care of the church at any time. And so in prayer, you must believe, uh, amen, and what you're, you, and, and you must believe. If you want your prayers answered, you've got to believe. Yeah. You can't get away from faith. Amen. So let's talk about time for a moment. You know, God made time back in the book of Genesis. So, you know, he made the sun and the moon and when it came in and went down and up, that was what? The first day, right? He made time. And he put man to live in that time. Right? Okay. But he don't live in that time. Right? We, we have to live by the clock. But God don't, God don't do that. Amen. What does the scripture say? Uh, let me see. In 2 Peter 3.8, it says, But beloved... Be not ignorant of this one thing. One day, 
with, with the Lord as a thousand years. Okay? And a thousand years as one day. Let me add a word to this, okay? One day with the Lord is like a thousand years. And a thousand years is like one day. In other words, whether it be today or ten years from now, with God, it's still the same. With us, it's ten years different, but not with God. See, and we're going somewhere with this. I'm talking about faith. Talking about faith, okay? Now, faith will take this. If you got your faith down here, it's not gonna, it's not gonna, it's not gonna do anything for you. You have, you cannot see when you are in the church. You cannot see through the lens of time, because through the lens of time, you're only looking through the curse. You have to look through the lens of faith. Faith. Because faith dictates what time does. Amen. I don't got too many believers with me right now. Oh, that's let me good. Show you. Let me show you. Let me show you. That's good. Okay. Okay. You're, you go to the doctor. The doctor says, six weeks, you'll be okay. All right. You come to church on Sunday of that week, of that first week. And the man of God lays his hand on you, prays for you, you're healed and you're delivered. What made that happen? Faith. Faith. Faith told time. It's not going to take six weeks. I'm doing it now. I'm healing now. Hallelujah. Amen. And Joshua, what did he do? He made, he made the sun stop. What made it? He spoke to the sun and it stopped. What, what caused him to do that? Faith. Got it here, and and he and he spoke to it, and it happened. Right. Amen. So so faith told time, you're not going to set today. Right. We're going to cause you to have a long day, so that my people could win the war. Amen. Yeah. I understand what I'm talking about. You find this all over the Word of God, and I don't have the time to reference all the times, or even some of the times that 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 this that this actually happens. Uh, amen. But but faith is a higher law than time. Mm. Amen. Are you following me? Faith yes. is a higher law than time. Faith tells time what to do. Amen. Faith tells time when they can act, be activated, and when not to. Are you hearing what I'm talking yes, about? Sir. Amen. When you got your your faith has to be up here above time. Because when you got faith, nothing is impossible. With time, everything's impossible. Hello? Yes, but with faith, Amen. all things are what? Possible. Possible. Hallelujah. Why? Because I got some faith that dictates what time says. Amen. I'm talking about having a supernatural faith. Yes. Amen. And we'll bring supernatural prayer that'll get your prayers answered. But you got to get your prayers out of the veil of the curse. Yeah. All right. Amen. You can't pray and say, God, I believe in my healing. And then run and say, well, you know, uh, the doctor said this much time. I guess you know, I'll get my healing then. Yeah. Okay. My God's able. Yeah. But you got to have your faith there. 
How long was it, honey? How long? 15 years, 16 years when I had that heart attack? That's a long time. I can't even count that far. 2004, I had a heart attack. Went, went, went to, the, went to the, the hospital. They ran a, a camera up into my artery. And I'm laying down there on, on the hospital bed. The doctor's pointing at my heart. And he says, see, only half your heart is beating. And I looked at it. And they say, this is my heart. Just, just, it was doing this. And the other part was when I'm beating. I said, wow. I said, so what's going to happen? He says, well, I'm going to have to keep you here for about two weeks. I said, I don't have two weeks. I'm a pastor of a church, and I got a lot of things I got to do. I said, I'll give you three days. <laughs> and he looked at me, and he says, if, if you don't stay here two weeks, then you're on your own. I said, not really. <laughs> I know a God. I said, I know a God. So in three days, I checked myself out of the hospital. Went home with at least seven different kinds of pill, uh, pills. It was, uh, I had blood thinners and I had, I had uh, uh, nitro and all kinds of stuff. You know, just, just, I got confused. Like, take this one at this time, take this one in the evening, this at night, that in the morning. What is this? I left them there, went to church that night, the night I, I got out of the hospital, went and walked from the, the parking lot to the platform. Brother Carpo, I was, I was breathing hard. I said, man, that doctor was in line. You know, I, was, I was winded. I was winded, I was tired just walking in the church. And so, well, I said, well, I'm gonna worship the Lord. And the music got going. Uh, after prayer, and I just lifted up my hands and began to worship the Lord. Amen. I said, God, I believe you, Lord. Yes. Right then, I felt like something hit me just like that. I felt a surge of energy, and it began to run, run around church. Wow. Once, twice, twice. Hallelujah. home, flushed all that medication down the toilet. Never went to go see the cardiologist from this day. Hey, dictates what time says. Are you hearing me? Hey, dictates. I mean, what time? That's not the only one. I broke my clavicle and five ribs riding my bike. I need to get back on it, but you know. <laughs> Car ran into me, and I, I broke my clavicle and five ribs, and 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 so uh, and, and so two weeks after into that, doctor says it's going to take you anywhere from from six weeks to, to a couple months or longer before everything is repaired because those breaks they can't all they do is wrap you yeah. ribs and clavicle they, they just wrap you they don't go in and pin them together or anything like that. They just wrap you. So I couldn't breathe deep. I couldn't laugh. I couldn't sneeze. I couldn't preach. I couldn't, I couldn't you know, my wife tried to tell me a joke. <laughs> didn't work. It was, I had to sleep in a recliner. Oh, I was hating life. And, 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 uh, and, and so we went to uh, the little Chica's church. Was, I remember. Uh, it was uh, important. Important. I remember. And Bro 
brother was a missionary. Sean yes. was there that year. Definitely. He says, if anybody's sick, come on, come on to the front. So I, I go to the front. And I stand one arm, lift it up like this, and the arm with the break. Because <laughs> any further than that, it hurt. Because it was stretching my that's what Niebuhr had a broken rib. Yeah. I don't recommend it. <laughs> and I said, God, this looks ridiculous. <laughs> that's what I told God. I said, this looks ridiculous. I, 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 I want to worship you with my arms extended out. He says, well, lift them up. And I'm like, and it hurt every. First, I was weeping because I felt the presence of God. <laughs> but the higher I went, the more pain I felt. I was weeping because of pain. That is no lie, no stretch, no nothing. That is a, God's truth. I was weeping because of because of the pain. And 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 so so he, he says, lift it up. I wouldn't say inching it up. I was like every centimeter, you know. Finally, I just, and when I did that, wow, yeah. no more pain. Some of my people were there. He was there, he witnessed that. Amen. I went back to my seat after a good little prayer meeting there with the Lord, and I put my arm around my wife. I said, God just told me. <laughs> to time what it's going to do. Are you hearing me today? Yeah. Amen. So do not negate your prayers by, by saying, well, we're just going to believe what the doctor says. We're going to believe what time says or what this person said. You know what? Believe him. Are you hearing what I'm talking about? He's the one that calmed the storm. He's the one that said, come out. He's the one that is able to walk on water. He's the one that can heal, deliver, set free, bring that backslidden child back to church. He's the one that can change the clock. He's the one that can stop the clock. He's the one that can open up a door for you when you need a job, when you need a raise, when you need a house closer to the house of God. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah! 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 